Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Cerullo. It's Tuesday, June 2nd, 2015. I am joined, as always, and by always I mean episode number three. Yeah. Been out a few weeks now. My cohorts, Victor Amoyo. Victor, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. That's good to hear. That sounded really fake, but I believe you. You had a terrible day? You've had a rough day today? You've had a, you can say it. You can say it. I am 100% authentic at all times. This is not fake. I am doing fantastic. I'm doing quite well. If you could see the eyes he was giving me right now. And to my right, we have Eris Tejeda. Eris, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Nice job actually saying my last name right. Yeah, I've been practicing. I appreciate it. I have that. been practicing. I can tell. Good. Good. Everyone, thank you uh, for all the support you've been giving us in the past week. Our Facebook like has gone up 700%. Holy shit. That's a lot. 700? Yeah. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> That's. I think it's possible. It sounds right. From zero to 70 in a week. That's yeah, amazing. That's pretty good. If you yeah. look at that chart I'm seeing on the face, it goes way up. That chart goes way up. Wow. Thank you, everyone, for all the feedback we've been receiving. Um, and you've all been listening on iTunes. <clears throat> excuse me, our SoundCloud app. SoundCloud, yeah. We're still working on getting on Stitcher. We'll get there, Droid users. I swear we'll get there for you <laughs> one day. Get that SoundCloud app, Droid users. One day, yeah. So, uh, you know, we've been, we've, uh, this is our third episode now. We know we're trying to, you know, make it better as we go along. One of the things we noticed, we haven't really given a, a well introduction to ourselves for our listeners. So, you know, we're going to try and uh, talk about ourselves a little bit before we get into the uh, meat of the episode, which today is going to be concerning some some video games, some new things that have been out, some of our, our favorites in the past. Actually, we're going to get into some pretty good topics today with race relations in video games. Eris, that's a good topic right there. I like that. I agree. <laughs> I can say smart things, too. It's yeah. not just Victor. You know what? It's funny, because when I read those notes, I thought that Victor had written those notes he, out. Yeah, he said that. I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> that was, I can say smart things. I thought Eris was just going to come out and talk it about... It could be intelligent. Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you got to write the first time. It's intelligent, not intelligent. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, Victor, before we get into everything, uh, tell me about yourself. Yeah, we've actually just met, you know, when the first episode came out. Well, a little before that, we went out for a few drinks, had a good time, wound mm-hmm. up naked in the middle of Motel 6, but yeah, just, <laughs> tell me all about yourself. Not all about that's it. A, so that's, that's always a sign of a good night. Yeah. A good time. Right. Yeah, you probably imagined the last part, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, well, as you guys know, I'm Victor Omoyo. I was born and raised in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, huge film aficionado. Uh, went to, let's see... Talking about college, I went to URI with Aris. You know, graduated in 2006. Aris graduated a year after I did. Uh, got my, uh, you know, degree in journalism from URI. Uh, go Rams! Uh, Emerson College. I went there for grad school. Uh, finished uh, finished up with a master's in uh, visual media arts in 2009. And since then, I've been uh, teaching part time at CCRI, teaching a couple of writing classes. Been doing that uh, since uh, September 2011. And uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a cool little gig trying to trying to get that full time money, but uh, you know the economy is always a bitch as it is. But get your you know, hustle on, young man. That yep. is why he is Victor the Professor. Yeah. Amoyo. Yeah, you that's thought he was st- lying. That's, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's a real, real thing. That's, that's gonna stick. Yep. That's gonna stick. Ad, well, adjunct professor, but you know, we'll, <laughs> that's we'll too long. It doesn't roll off the tongue. The nickname can't be longer than your actual name. So how hey, can... a lot of people don't know don't, don't know about these things. I'm just giving them further context, man. Okay. Is all. all right. So okay, Professor he, relax. Right, that's, Victor, the non-facultied professor. How's right. that? Is that's that, a good, that's that's a good, a good Yeah, that'll stick. I'll write that down. <laughs> right, cool. Great. But uh, any, anything else? Or that's about, that's about as far as it goes, I think. It's, it's, oh, well, uh, well right. Uh, right. Now we've literally known your whole life from birth <laughs> to this very moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, a lot of, not, not too many people know about this, but I'm a huge... Uh, 
aficionado of all things cinema, all things film. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk about movies, talk to me, and I'll uh, be sure to talk your ear off. We'll have a good time, good go at it. Yeah, this, uh, when, we, when we do the, the straight up cinema episode, this is going to be Victor talking, and you'll hear <laughs> Eris and I taking a nap in the background. Yeah. yeah. Be fun snoring sound effects. Be cool. <laughs> uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Eris, what you got for us? Hey. Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, I am a fun-loving, easygoing guy. I am uh, originally from the Dominican Republic. Uh, came to the United States when I was nine years old. And, uh, man, I just like fun things. I like taking it easy. I like hanging out with my friends. I like hanging out with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um... Man, that's it. Really, that's I don't. It. I don't. I don't like to get too long with it. I like to come in here. I like to have a good time. I like to talk about video games, movies, mm-hmm. sports, mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. whatever the hell's going on. So it's all good with me, man. So I, have, I, have, I have a lovely family uh-huh. that includes uh, my daughter. Did you know I have a daughter? <laughs> I've heard. I, I don't. Victor know if you told knew me. That, Victor but told I me. I wanted to let you know. Yeah. In case you didn't know, I have yep. a daughter. Yep. I love her. Yep. Aria. She is the most beautiful little girl that's uh, ever been conceived in the entire history of the planet earth i apologize hyperbole all you parents <laughs> all you parents out there you can just quit you can just quit Ayers, trying i'm Ayers, sorry Ayers, blue blue Ayers. ivy what is, z what is hyperbole? Uh, hey, hey. What north is hy- northwest what is hyperbole mean i <laughs> <sighs> you can stop trying now the title's taken i guess you can try if you want yep. to try and get the most so, beautiful boy but whatever it's done it's over everything i got uh, out of this that's me Everything I get out of that is that you are going to be our Latin flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Latino heat. Sweet. Oh, I cheat and steal. That's that's true. That's a good point. Yep. That's my life motto. How do you know? That's because we talked about that earlier today. Awesome. What, what were we talking about earlier today? I said I was going to say. Oh, well, I, I can't say that out loud. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not that, but I will. I... Memories work together. That's what yeah. I was talking about earlier today. Yes. Yeah, we, uh, we go over the notes, the show notes. We don't actually do any work. We really right. just talk about the show. Text Victor some Just ideas. Don't, don't listen to that he part, Randy. Them. Randy, don't listen to that part. Yeah, skip. Skip it, Randy. Randy's, Randy's our boss. We'll delete that part out. Right. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Maurice Cerullo, as I've mentioned before. Uh, born and raised West Warwick, Rhode Island. Still in Rhode Island, as you all know. Uh, if you look up, like, <laughs> sounds about right. I did watch Monday Night Raw uh, at a townie bar last night. It was fantastic. Got all the bartenders to watch. It was my friend's birthday. It was a good time. Um, if you look up the prototypical average... Uh, 20-year-old man, it would be me. Yeah. (laughs) 5'11". Uh, fair complexion. (laughs) He means he's white. (laughs) Um, like, uh, like all the sports. Um, went to school to New England Tech for information technology, uh, network engineering. Uh, wound up working with with Carousel Industries, uh, with Ayers, unfortunately. The second part, not the first part. Um, you you both are awesome at giving people stalker material. Now everyone knows where we all work. Yeah, and we're gonna get haunted down and murdered. Thanks. Well, when they Appreciate look me that. up on Facebook or they Google me, they'll know. I'm on LinkedIn. Look me up. Come find me. See what happens. <laughs> wow. Yes, son. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> Man, you're literally the least gangster dude I know. <laughs> Wes Warwick in this bitch, son. Gangsta mode. Yeah. So All right, fair. come find me. I won't tell you what bar I was at, but it was All Stars in West Warwick. So yeah, that's that's me. Sports, video games. Like to read a lot. It's a good time. 
email the show if you want to know more. Or I'll give you my personal email afterwards. Yeah, it, or just meet Victor at the library. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Support your local libraries, people. I might need some directions. Because I think even if I type it into a GPS, it won't be able to find it. Right. Because I think Google has stricken it from its records. Yeah, it's just like, it's gonna, Exactly. It's going to save space. Outdated. Yeah. Fuck so defunct organizations. <laughs> it's it's been about a week and a half or so since we last recorded, so I'm sure a lot has happened. I know we've all done some things on the side. Victor, uh, what have you been uh, up to? Uh, well, I've actually. Uh, Do not say you went to the library. <laughs> I, I did. I actually did go to the library, God but um, damn it. but uh, I'm, I've actually embarked on a little film watching project. Um, I've a- I'm actually trying to watch all of the uh, best foreign language film Oscar winners, and I've checked out a whole bunch in the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And I've watched most of them, and a lot of them, are a lot of good ones I recommend. Um, too much to get into on one episode, though. Gotcha. We don't worry. We'll make we'll make, we'll make room for it. I'm sure. <laughs> the only one I know of, and I'm, I think this one was Beautiful Life. That was a was that foreign? Was that did that oh, win Best you mean Picture? Life is Beautiful. Yeah, yeah that's a really yeah, good one. That like one that. was that. Did that win Best Picture? Was it, that one of these uh, on the list? It won Best Foreign Language Film, but it was not also nominated for Best Picture. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Did Dragon Ball Z win a Best Foreign Language Oscar? No. Then I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> it should win in the animated category at least. Not that shitty American version that I didn't right. watch. I agree. All right, so uh, so let's let's uh, let's give give us one. Give us one. We'll give we'll throw you a little bone. Uh, one that I recommend is uh, "The Secret in Their Eyes." Mm-hmm. It's a 2009 uh, Oscar winner, Argentinian film. It's a murder mystery. That's good. Really good film. I highly recommend it. Mm. Nice, nice. Is that in Spanish? Yep, it's in Spanish. Oh, I won't even need subtitles. <laughs> exactly. I might actually watch that one. There you go. See? That's not fair. That's not fair. Ah. We're actually going to release a second version of this where Ayers is just speaking Spanish for all of us. So he's going to re-listen and right. he's going to record, re-record all of our lines in Spanish. We can right. double our listener base. That'll be a whole new market. That'll be amazing. I'm take over. That's a great idea. Legit. No, no, That's no. legit. We, we didn't talk about that. Right. No idea. Don't give away free material. Right. I'm saying... You did not talk about taking over. Oh. No, I'm saying we will take over. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Codex yeah. Prime will take over. Yes, we will. That's what I'm talking Codex about. Codex Prime is going right. to take over the awesome. world. Get it. Right. Fucking right. Get it. All right. Okay. Continuing on. Yeah, no, no. That, that's, that's good. That's good. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll put that up on the site. Get you get you some of your notes. Are you, are you taking notes as you're watching? Are you just watching for fun? Or are you doing just... I mostly watch for fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah not I... doing it for your adjunct professorship. <laughs> yeah, I just you know check them off the list as gotcha, I go. Gotcha, gotcha. I do see that book back there. One thousand one movies you must watch before you die. You die. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh yeah, I've seen that before. It's got uh, Indiana Jones on the cover. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh good. I'm glad you're enjoying that. We'll uh, we'll delve into that a little bit deeper. I promise. Yeah, Don't worry. Real fancy. Yeah, Eris, what you been up to? I've been up to a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, I've been. Apartment hunting. Mm. We need a bigger space. <laughs> we are a growing family. We are now three instead of two. Right. So and two dogs. Yes, I mm. also have two dogs, yep. Zeke and Ray. Yep. And we needed a bigger space. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I believe this weekend we finally found the place. Nice. We're going to be moving into. It's been a fucking rough couple of weeks. I hate apartment hunting. I hate moving. It's the worst ever. But I think it's over. So, hey, yeah. you guys want to help me move? Nope. No. 
God, fuck both of you. <laughs> I will help you move. I always help people move. Such jerks. Here's, here's my secret. There will secret. be pizza and beer, I promise. Right. You, you, so you hold my... to fucking moving code. That was the first thing. Yeah, the first thing I said to my friend when they helped someone move, I said, they were like, oh, I'm really hungry. I just helped someone move. I was like, where the fuck was a pizza and beer? What the fuck? I noticed I didn't give a date. I know all my buddies that are going to be listening to this shit. (laughs) If I give a date when I'm moving, Mm -hmm. they're all going to be mysteriously busy that day. I have to wash my hair. Screw you. (laughs) Okay. My secret is I always help someone move, always, but I've never actually called in the favor again. So I'm waiting for Mm -hmm. one day when I fucking call in every goddamn favor I have. See, that's the other thing. It's going to be I've awesome. I've moved so much over the years yeah. that anytime anyone ever asked me for help moving, yeah. I help them out. Well, my favorite, I, know, I know it's going to happen again. My favor is not going to be to help me move. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're just going to call in a favor because you help people. Yeah, all at the same it. time. That's a good move. Like people I haven't talked to in years. Yeah. I'm going to hit them up somehow, sure. some way, right. on MySpace. I don't know. Right. You say, hey. Remember that time I helped move like six years ago? Right. You should get time to, to pay like, the motherfucking download, piper. And subscribe to the podcast. That, that's actually pretty. That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, before continuing on uh, about my weekend, in my mm. life, and yeah. all that, yeah. I just like to say mm. it was a fucking sweet intro, man. Oh. That intro music. Yeah. That was sweet. Yes, it was. It makes me feel like a freaking wrestler coming out of, uh, out of to the ring there. Yeah. Hey, big shout out to AWOL. For hooking us up with that dope beat. Just want to say that. Just want to throw that out there. My boy AWOL mm-hmm. for Mayhem Music. I also want to say thank you to Freddie for the logo artwork. That's pretty dope too. Yep. Got us off the ground. Got us going. It and is I also like to all say, pretty amazing. Uh, just shout out to the whole fam squad. Some of my boys. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely post their information on the Facebook for everyone to see if oh, they want yeah. to check out their work. Absolutely. Some more of the work. It's, it's all really good. Um, we got a lot of good yeah, cuts, yeah, yeah. and so. I can't string. I can play hot cross buns on a recorder if you want that for our intro song. No thanks. Okay, and I can draw stick figures if you want. Also that no for, thanks. For, okay, listen, that that's literally <laughs> the reason I reached out to my boys yeah. to get me some. They did some good work. Material and when we, and they did not disappoint. When we inevitably do some sort of independent wrestling promotion to mm-hmm. promote our podcast, we will come out to that music. Like fucking I don't see awesome. that as being a bad idea. That yeah. that seems like a fantastic idea. Good. I'm so glad you, I'm glad you like it. we just have a wrestler that's got our logo pasted on their face like uh, the Ultimate Warrior, just except it'll just like, <laughs> on face? I don't know, but I'm thinking oh, about okay. when I run the Tough Mudder this weekend wearing a Codex Prime yeah. paraphernalia on myself. I'm just trying to figure out how that I can go about doing that. Yeah, sounds good. Anyway, just wanted to give a shout yeah, out. Yeah, shout absolutely. Out. Fam Squad, AWOL, Freddy. Furman, Wilson, wow. all them cats. What up? Anyway, ah. so after I was done apartment yeah. hunting and yeah. figuring all that business out, uh, on Sunday, mm. I had a little bit of a flag football game. <laughs> yeah. I went out. Yeah. So, as you know, yep. we are in a little bit of a flag football team. Yes. Eris and I. You were there. Yes. Eris and I are in a flag football squad together. Victor. Right. Older Maybe next and time. hungover. <laughs> Wait, what is this football you guys are talking about? <laughs> what? Oh, jeez. Okay. You know, it's when you go and you play the sport of football. It is mm-hmm. uh, officiated. Usually you ask who be ref. Right. 
The, the Hoobie ref was terrible on Sunday, but well, whatever. That's beside the point. Right. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to go watch a movie because I know they'll speak to you. It's called Any Given Sunday. I'll watch <laughs> that one. You watch that shit? Yeah, Any Given Sunday. It's watch it. Movie. Learn it. Love Gino. it. Live it. Yeah. Willie Beeman is a fucking baller. Yeah. He was. That's a good time. Yeah, so we played some. Uh, we're we're down sports and social club. They got fo- like football, volleyball, hey, softball. fuck all that. Tell all me about our football shit. game. What happened on Sunday? Totally it was a it was a two top teams stormy yeah. stormy day. It was real football Ew. weather. It felt like a November afternoon. Right. It felt like the fucking NFL films theme yeah. song was playing. Yeah, it was amazing. While we were out there, and you had the voiceover coming. It was a rainy Sunday afternoon. Exactly. It was amazing. It was really, man. It was fantastic. Man. It was the two top teams, okay? And you know, and our team name is Older and Hungover because. Three fourths of our team is, hung, is usually hungover, right? And they were on Sunday. Everyone was saying they were legit saying, "Yes, I don't, I, I'm not feeling it today." <laughs> so what happened? Yep. Me and Maurice had to carry, yeah, we this carried. team we to victory. It was amazing on our shoulders. So, so you guys were playing drunk. No, no, no. We were fine. Oh, we were fine. completely sober. I didn't even know what I did the night before. I think it would have been like nine o'clock. Right. Yeah. That's fine. It was awesome. Great. So anyway. yeah. Ayers and I, big game. Ayers had a, like a 60-yard rumble into the end zone. Guys were bouncing off of him for the winning right. score. We won 26-25 by right. one point. I shed that fat bastard yeah, on my way did. to the end zone. Man, I was out there. I was on the D-line. I was batting down passes. I was getting solo tackles, a.k.a. flag pulls. <laughs> I was out there covering people in the slot. I was playing center. I was catching bombs. I was catching extra points. I was shedding fat bastards <laughs> off me on my way to the end zone for a winning touchdown yeah it was awesome it was amazing. it was my breakout game it let's was. be real about it here undeniably i had a hell of a game yeah both way two-way player and people get really so bad because they all bring in ringers and they expect to beat us because we're older and hungover mm-hmm. and they lose and they get really mad mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they get real mad mm-hmm. like real life mad about flag football which is whack but whatever it is what Mar- it is Maurice caught a sweet bomb though it was yeah. like fucking 40 yards downfield. It was real nice. I got that, the was good. that was nice. Thanks. I got to die for the end zone. I didn't make it. Right. But you I did, still you didn't get the touch on that guy. You seen me bounce up, though? You did, not, you did not shed a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was much skinnier. He was much skinnier. <laughs> now, now, I have a question uh, within this this flag football. Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot. Of, sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, in this sport, do you use an actual flag as the football to play? All right, go to your local library. <laughs> okay. Write this down. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna check out a book. It's okay. called NFL Through the Years. It's got Joe Montana on the cover. I used to take, I used to always check it out when I was in elementary school, and I love that book because mm-hmm. it had Joe Montana on the cover, and that is how I learned all about football. Yeah, there so you, you go. check that book out, and you'll be good to go. Don't and watch it. any given Sunday. What's some other? What's other? What's some other good uh, f- football flicks? Bro, Willie Beeman. That's all you need to know. Willie Beeman. Yeah. Got a lady screaming. He was balling. Mm. Right. I know that movie. That's a good movie, actually. You know the the, the weird the weird thing though is like I couldn't ca- I couldn't care less about sports, but I do like sports movies. Hmm. Pacino did have himself some classic Pacino moments in that movie. Oh, absolutely, he did. Just waiting for the sequel. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm glad you, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you might have found a spot. If you need any help, lose my number. Uh, this past week, I uh, saw Mad Max, which was amazing. Yes. I don't have the film, you know, background that that uh, Victor, here, the professor, the Antarctic professor, has, but uh, I could tell just by watching just how insane. Like it, 
Oh my goodness! I was like laughing, but it was like from like pure joy of just how insanely awesome everything was. And like I look around the theater, and people were just everyone's like, "This is amazing!" It was mm. it was so good. It was so it was so good. Especially after seeing Fat Furious Seven, and I love Fast and Furious movies. Don't get me wrong, you know they're my my guilty pleasure. And Avengers, this was just wow, very impressive. Very impressive for the guy that did Babe and Happy Feet, mm-hmm. and it's like you know what? let's do another Mad Max. It was really yeah. good. Was so good. And George Miller also said, depending on how well this film does, he's mm-hmm. considering uh, doing uh, two sequels. He has enough material for a couple more films. I will see those as well. It's not often, like I said, it's not often where I see a movie get the reviews, and I'm like, I have to see that. I'm usually like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm going to see it. No, I'm not going to see it before it even comes out. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. Eris, we'll get your thoughts next time because you still haven't seen it. I'll watch it someday. And this weekend, I, I just started watching Arrow this weekend. Oh. Uh, on the other podcast, I know I was a little down on DC uh, and all their cinematic downfalls. But I said, you know what? It's time for me to stop being so negative and start enjoying their positive uh, contributions on the TV screen because everyone talks so well about Arrow. And it's so far, it's, it's pretty good. And Stephen Amnell, who plays uh, Green Arrow, was on Monday Night Raw. And that is what spurned... Uh, as you can see, my life kind of revolves around wrestling a little bit. So if I yeah. see it there, that's when I know i got to start watching it. That's so I'm cool. supporting him. He just I'm got cast as Casey Jones. In the yeah, too. yeah. So now I have to see that. Yeah. 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 It's all right. Yeah. So uh, we're going to uh, start delving down into our uh, docket today. And well, today, what? Uh-oh. I just want to... You, you, you're, you're saying Mad Max... Awesome movie, yeah. crazy movie. Yeah. Uh, in my excitement over retelling my flag football glory, <laughs> yeah. I feel dimension. Over this weekend, I also watched a film. Mm-hmm. It's a little oh. independent yep. film called Kung Fury. Yeah. And uh, Kung Fury is fucking crazy. Yeah. Kung it, Fury's nuts. It has time travel. So, Kung Fury. Calm down. Let me, let me get into this here. Well, the only notes you so, have here are Kung... That's what you just said is Kung Fury is fucking crazy. So, okay, right. yeah. Okay, what else right. you got? What else you got? Right. So, Kung Fury is a uh, film made by this uh, Swedish filmmaker uh, called David Sandberg. And it was a Kickstarter project uh, in early 2014. He made this uh, trailer that uh, was pretty friggin' cray. And he, uh, he, he put it out on the internet... Ended up getting like $600,000 to finish this movie. Basically, his goal was to make this 30-minute film mm-hmm. and uh, release it uh, for free on the internet. Mm-hmm. He succeeded in getting his funding. You can go on YouTube right now and watch the entirety of Kung Fury. 30 minutes. Or you can go on iTunes and purchase it for 5 bucks if you want to give them some money. Oh. Uh, which I highly recommend because Kung Fury is freaking crazy. I just watch it for free. Yeah. Like yeah, I think fine. Right. That's fine. That's fine. That's pretty fine. His goal was to release it for free. So you are honoring his wishes. That's great. Anyway, let me explain who Kung Fury is. Okay. Kung Fury is a police officer in 1985 Miami uh-huh. during a specially dangerous case. He ends up chasing a Kung Fu master. And when he finally carouses Kung Fu Master, this Kung Fu Master ends up doing some Kung Fu shit. Mm -hmm. I will not spoil the movie. Some stuff goes down. Mm -hmm. And when Kung Fury's about to get slain, before he can react, he gets struck by lightning Uh and bitten by a cobra. Yep. What? (laughs) (laughs) He then has visions 
of monks performing kung fu and a prophecy saying that there is a martial art so powerful that only the chosen one can master it. Kung Fury then comes back into himself and he can feel himself mutating into a Kung Fu freak of nature. Mm-hmm. Is that a direct line? And he then becomes Kung Fury, the bestest damn cop in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> it did remind me, I mean, minus the, like, they had the pretty good special effects for $600,000. It kind of reminded me of Kung Pao Enter the Fist, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, no, Kung Fury is better. It's a cinematic. Kung Fury is better. Kung Pao is terrible. It's a Kung cinematic Fury, so masterpiece. Don't, don't don't compare it to that, please. Kung, Thank you. Uh, uh, so anyway, Kung Pao is shit. I'm sorry. Man. Kung Fury, you're wrong. It's amazing. Continue, and it's better than please. Kung Fury. Oh my I'm god! I'm adding it to the you docket. Are insane. You <laughs> Everyone's homework is to go watch person. Kung Pao. Don't make me start doing my impressions. Everyone go watch Kung Fury. So anyway, Kung Fury is a love letter to the 1980s. It's awesome because the whole movie looks like an old VHS tape. It's even got the tracking lines and everything. Victor mm-hmm. should know all about this. He still goes to the library and checks mm-hmm. out VHS tapes. No, so. I don't. I don't even have a VHS right player. Rally, Victor. Fuck you. <laughs> so, Kung Fury then gets on this case where he uh, has to track down this villain that slays one of his boys on the police force. Mm-hmm. Who turns out to be, once they trace the call, uh, thanks for the help of Hackerman, who has <laughs> the latest hacking computer technology. He's got 256 kilobytes of RAM, bro. Damn, son. I'm saying. It turns out the killer is Adolf Hitler, who has time-traveled from 1940s Nazi Germany to 1985 Chicago. Hackerman then hacks Kung Fury to the past where he has to go and take on the Kung Fuhrer. What? Adolf Hitler was so good at Kung Fu, he decided to change his name to Kung Fuhrer. What? His name is Kung Fuhrer. <laughs> so what he's saying is, go watch Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Go watch Kung Fury. It is insane. It is fantastic. I bet one of his... Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? One of his um, inspirations was Kung Pao Into the Fist. I still quote that movie Can you on the daily. Stop saying things about Kung Pao Into the Fist. It's that so good, terrible. Okay, it's Li- so good. It's Listen, so good. all right, listeners. Twelve-year-old Maurice fucking loved that oh, shit. Oh God, listeners, you're killing no, me. If, if you're if you're the least bit curious, one, yes, go watch Kung Fury as Aris said. It's all right. Two. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, is, is the- fucking wank. Oh, God. Wank alert. Wank alert. Wank alert. Wank alert. Uh, However, uh, that was a, um, that was not a wank alert I wanted to complete. However, I had to, based off right. the fact that it was a wank alert. Because Kung Pao's terrible. Kung Everyone Pao's knows this. Just go watch Kung Fury. Support, you know support will... independent filmmakers. Yes, that is true. It's, it's awesome. It's support. only 30 minutes. It will be worth your while. Uh, and uh, write in. Let us know. Uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. yeah, definitely support your independent films and your hilarious, hilarious Kung Pao Into the Fist films. Great. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Actually, I did watch it yesterday, and I laughed quite a good deal. It, it was really good. Fantastic. It was movie. really good. Uh, but <laughs> I actually never, I don't even remember seeing the trailer. I was just started seeing it on Reddit. I was like, oh, I gotta see this. And then you mentioned it. I was like, ah, oh, 30 minutes. Yeah, I'll I watched down. the trailer, and that's what got me to watch the whole movie. And it was one. It, it was one of those moments where you sit there the entire 30 minutes 
with your jaw slacked open because mm. you can't believe the crazy shit that yeah. you're seeing, but you're slack jawed with a smile on your face the entire time. It's that kind of movie. And the stuff that you're talking about isn't even the craziest stuff that's in the movie. No, I did not want to spoil it. Yeah, I want I want everyone to watch that movie. Yeah. It's a good time. Highly recommended. Some jerks comparing it to Kung Pao and probably making When's the last time you watched Kung Pao Under the Fist? When's the last time? When it came out and it was garbage. That is our that is our sponsored movie. Oh my god. No, it's not. (laughs) I made that as the social media chair. Let's move on. As a social media chair. I am a very important part of the process. Okay, moving on to the official docket for today, getting into video games. Some of the newer stuff we've been playing. I haven't really played anything new for me. I've got some old stuff i got to catch up on. That's usually my style. Once uh, there's some games that come out once in a while, uh, like coming up is Batman. I will play the shit out of that game. Arkham Arkham Knight. Knight. Yeah, Yeah. the ending trilogy to the, the... the Arkham series um, Origins doesn't really count because it wasn't done by Rock City. It was done by Montreal Ubisoft, I believe. Where they kind of just did like a prequel just to keep the keep the interest up. It was WB. Was it WB? Ubisoft does not have anything to do with that. Was it was it Montreal though? Was it Canada? I think so. Yeah, that's what was confusing me. Uh, but yeah, I'm playing the crap out of that. I'm still catching up on Dragon Age Origins because I have this weird thing where I'll play a game like 60, 70 hours and then I'll just drop off. And then come back to it like a year later. I yeah, still don't know. I still haven't beaten Mass Effect three. And uh, amazingly, everyone complained about the ending. Wow. I still don't know what happened. Don't spoil it. I've avoided spoilers somehow. I have no idea how. Mass Effect three. Because usually, you really usually I bump into spoilers by accident. Gotcha. Um, but some of the the current games that are being played. I know both of you are playing a game. Victor, we'll start with you because I can mm-hmm. see it over there at your table. Uh, with uh oh, it's right in front of me. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Bloodborne the, for PS four, and it is uh, exclusive for PS four. Yep. So, uh, what are your thoughts? Man, Bloodborne, it's a, it's a hell of a game. I really, I really enjoy it. You know, it's a, it's part, it's a spiritual successor, for those who don't, aren't familiar. Uh, Bloodborne's a spiritual successor of the Souls series, the Demon Souls and the Dark Souls games. Mm-hmm. And playing Bloodborne, it's, 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 a, pretty, it's a pretty fantastic uh, title. Uh, what I like about it is that it's, um, it's, a, it's like a dark, it's a dark fantasy game. It takes place in like a Victorian London setting, and it takes place in this uh, this town called Yarnum, which has been infested by this plague, which turns its citizenry into uh, grotesque demonic creatures. Some some caught the old lycanthropy, turned into werewolves and whatnot. And uh, you just stroll in there, and you you hear about this cure, uh, this blood cure, which will cure cure this disease. Mm-hmm. So you go around slaying all the all the townspeople, well, some of the townspeople and all the grotesque creatures that you come across. Do they turn back into humans and live happily ever after after you kill them? Uh, unfortunately, no. But oh, it's nice to imagine no, they get dead. They get real dead. Yeah, well, super dead. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Incredibly dead. Yep. Sweet. Some ex- most of them explode into like a nice gushy red mist, nice. which is awesome. <laughs> Gets all over your character. And uh, what's great about it, it's um, it's the first. In my view, it's the first real uh, killer app for the PS4. And uh, what's great about it too is that it's a very challenging game, as as uh, as with the uh, Souls games. They are famous for being really dif- difficult. I haven't played any of them, uh, but I know when I see my nephews play these new newfangled Nintendo games, mm-hmm. and they literally beat themselves for you, I get angry. Well, infor- well, good. Well, 
good that uh, Bloodborne's around because this game does not hold your hand in the slightest. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're looking for a great challenge, and this game is tough, but it's fair. It's not unreasonably mm -hmm. uh, hard. Then you definitely should play Bloodborne. And what's great about what, what I like about it too is that as you're playing it, as you level up your character, you never feel like a complete badass. You're just you feel like you're right, you're, you're like you're right on the edge. Like you're getting you're like you're like you're making incremental upgrades as you go. Just like you're up, you're, up, you're upping your strength a little bit, your endurance, just so you can get just a tiny bit more advantage over your enemies. And even when you upgrade your weapons, your enemies still get a little stronger as you go. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're always like kind of like one step forward, two steps back in a way, which kind of keeps you on your toes. Now so how? What what is, is is there a strategy to the fighting, or is it just kind of swing so, swing no, there's, swing? There's definitely a strategy to the fighting. So, uh, I've also played quite a bit of Bloodborne, and I'm also a newbie uh, to the Souls. I, I've I, I barely like touched dabbled. any of those games. Dabbled. I wouldn't even call it dabble, but you've dibbled. Um, yeah, so so th it's it's definitely difficult, like Victor said, but it's not unfair, which is what I appreciate about the game. Uh, I also like the strategy that it forces you to adopt, where uh, the strategy you you can't just sit back and kind of um, go into a defensive uh, uh, stance against your enemies. You have to keep pushing forward. The game rewards you for pushing forward and attacking as much as you can, and basically your defense is dodging and attacking your enemies you're actually rewarded if you get hit mm -hmm. it takes a chunk of health off of your guy but some of it actually remains that where you can get it back if you hit your enemy fast oh, enough that's nice so uh while things may be difficult as hell uh you can you can keep it fair even if you're not leveling up if you have enough skill and your thumbs are fast enough mm -hmm. you can beat any enemy in the game yeah, even you know if you if you're very low level it'll just take you forever because some of those they, newer fighting systems yeah, for like Assassin's Creed, Shadows of Mordor, Batman, it's kind of like the sit back and wait for them to swing, and then you dodge, and then you combo combo. You like it's yeah, like, like you no connect, counters, you connect everything. Like it's, it's none of that. When That's Shadows of Mordor came out, people were complaining about how it, not complaining, excuse me. It was that that it was really hard at the beginning, but I had played so much Batman that my combos, even though I was like level one, I probably could have beat like a level thirty guy because I was comboing the shit out of those guys. Like you mm -hmm. couldn't stop me. It's like yeah. I, I was just Batman in Shadows of Mordor. It's that sounds like, like a that. sweet game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna so go Shadows of Mordor was a sweet game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bloodborne, nothing like that. Um, I definitely highly recommend it as far as just kind of being new to that type of game. I feel like the barrier to entry is greatly diminished by Bloodborne uh, as opposed to the Souls games, which I feel at this point are kind of unwieldy to get into. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas in Bloodborne, you kind of start fresh and everything is brand new. So, you know, you could kind of get in there and uh, basically build your own guy and you can kind of have your own uh, your own rollout and in character development process, uh, depending on what you like to play, for example. Uh, and uh, everything, like I said, it's just it really just encourages you to be bold, which I appreciate. It's more to my style of gameplay. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's cool that he can kind of not reboot, but come with a new series for the next generation consoles. Because something like Witcher Three, where your older games are kind of on the previous consoles, might be hard to go back and get into them. I know some people can watch videos of the story and learn and play, but I, I'm someone that can't do that. I have to know everything. But because mm -hmm. because Bloodborne is a complete cutoff from Demon, just spiritual successor is a little bit different. So that's cool. What is it? What's the, how's the difficulty for someone who's never played it before? It's going to be hard as hell, man. 
Not 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 even gonna sugarcoat it. It's gonna mm-hmm. be hard. You got to put in your time. Like as the game goes on, you get better. And the thing is that you it, the more you fight, like the more you die. So it's kind of punishing in the fact that uh, if you die, you lose all of your progress to a point. Ugh. Like, in a sense. So when you level up, you use your let's call it experience points. Basically, they're they're called blood echoes in this game, but it's basically experience points. Uh, the more you level, the more expensive it becomes to level. So you have mm-hmm. to kill more guys to gain more levels. So it becomes more difficult to even level up as the game goes on. Mm-hmm. But if you die, you lose all of your current blood echoes that you've collected up to that point. That sounds terrible. But the game gives you the chance to go back mm-hmm. and go to the place where you lost those blood echoes. And they'll either be uh, on the ground where you died or the enemy that killed you will have them. So if you kill that enemy, mm. you'll get your blood echoes back. Yeah, Guess I like what? that. Tough but fair. Yeah, like I said, if you the only way you really die a ton is if you're careless. If someone kills so me, I take they, it personally. Right. So the game rewards you right for being that. bold but not careless. Yeah, yeah. So the the enemies definitely have attack patterns where you if you just you know if you're patient and you watch them, you could figure out the spot where you can kind of rush in, get your hits in, and then back off and. And get your dodge on until their their little attack pattern is done, and you can go back in. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, the enemies have a lot of different attack patterns, mm-hmm. but you will generally kind of get a sense of what they can and can and can't do. Um, so, so that's the thing. As long as you kind of pay attention, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And also, and also too about Bloodborne. Um, one one thing, uh, if there's if there's any. If there's any flaws to this game, and it's and it's for me, it's kind of a minor point, but um, the game lacks any like a huge substantial amount of armor and weapon selections. So I found myself sticking with the first armor that my character had the whole game. Oh wow! And as well as like two weapons that I've used, uh, the the two two of the best weapons in the game are, are the strongest ones. One's the hunter axe, mm-hmm. and one's called the uh, Ludwig's holy blade. Which is also which is the strongest weapon in the game. Once I upgraded that, I just stuck with that for throughout the game. But it would have been nice to see more variety. So you're saying it's one out of ten stars? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I give it. Cause if, I really like armor. I'm just saying. You know, if, I, if, I, if I had to rate this game, um, I'm, I'm not a fan of ratings, but mm-hmm. if I had to rate it, I'd give it like a four point five out of five. Sweet. That's um, wow. It's really good. He really likes armor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm glad you guys like it. I'll definitely have to pick it up within the, the month after I catch up on Dragon Age and Majora's Mask 3DS. Oh uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. only console Zelda I have not beaten. Mm-hmm. Zelda's good games, man. It's amazing. So, uh, I've been playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that was the next one I was going to jump into. I can't really can't speak too much to Mortal Kombat or fighting games in general, but they look pretty sweet. I did see Gronkowski playing it with Marshawn Lynch, and that shit was hilarious. Gronk is the man, that's yeah, why. it was amazing. Go Patriots. Uh, I, I played Mortal Kombat 9, the, <clears throat> last, the Mortal Kombat reboot, which, I, which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But how does this compare to uh, the latest one, Part 10, or X? So, Mortal Kombat X... Uh, I'm more of a Street Fighter guy uh, to begin with, so let me put that out there. Um, but Mortal Kombat, I, I did really enjoy Mortal Kombat 9, uh, and I did enjoy Mortal Kombat X, but it is not as good of a game. They definitely took some steps forward, uh, but they they also kind of took uh, certain steps back, which I did not like. Uh, so the thing that really that I really enjoyed surprisingly about Mortal Kombat 9 was the story mode. I thought that NetherRealm Studios did a fantastic job, kind of uh, getting a fighting game 
a proper story that actually made you want to play it through it Mm -hmm. uh, and kept you interested through like six to eight hours of of story gameplay, which I found pretty... I've been waiting a very long time for a fighting game to come out and give you a coherent story. Up to the release of Mortal Kombat X during lunch hours, I would stand up and I would see Eris watching the story of Mortal Kombat 9 on YouTube. On YouTube, watching it with his hand on the screen, just (laughs) lovingly, adoringly watching the video. So I, I trust me it's true it's all true so they definitely took a step back in Mortal Kombat X's story mode the characters are not as interesting the story's not as long uh, and the the beats the story itself is just not as uh, as good as Mortal Kombat 9 um, I think it's it's partly because uh, Mortal Kombat 9 kind of retold it rebooted the stories of Mortal Kombat 1 2 through 3 and that's kind of the Mortal Kombat's that we all grew up with mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool to see those stories retold changed a little bit but kept within the basic framework of, of what we all grew up with from uh, the video games and the first good movie to the second terrible movie that everyone hates <laughs> uh, actually you know again reason, you know and to to be fair, when I was, we talk about this, when I was like seven years old, that shit that was cash. It's pretty legit. No. Like, well, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Annihilation was terrible, always. So people you guys know need not to, to listen to you chillax. about Kung Pao because you like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. You guys need to relax. People know now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But Thank I, you for giving that frame of reference. They're all amazing movies. Wasn't there when a you're seven years old? Listen, I like, will legit this guy slap fucking you. Fucking love Dan Hayden Christensen. You're gonna give him. Oh, no, I don't. That's true. Wait, I don't <laughs> listen. He listen. Only listen to me about he, movies on this. He would podcast. marry him. Right, you know what, Maurice? You, you <laughs> know, <laughs> would marry him if he gave. You him know what, Maurice? Here's a fun fact. Yes. <laughs> One of Aris's favorite movies, and he actually liked this movie. He actually liked Paul Blart Mall Cop. Who wow. the fuck told you that? <laughs> you liked that movie when it came I out. I never said yes, I you liked did. Paul Blart you, Mall Cop. Yes, you oh, did. I remember wow. when it came out, you said, oh, this movie's good. I said, this movie yeah, sucked. You said Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah, you actually liked that movie when it came out in the 2008. The sequel just came out. How did that, how'd that mm-hmm. go? Was the, was the sequel good? Was it better than the original? I've never seen the Paul Blart sequel. I thought Paul Blart Mall Cop was stupid. I didn't think that it was like a fucking uh, abortion of cinematic whatever the fuck Victor said it was. You enjoyed it. But it was a dumb movie. I would not put it in my top 100 <laughs> or anything of the sort. Kung Pao's in that Enjoy book, it. right? So let's not, let's not go crazy no, not. here, okay? Kung Pao's in that book, I bet. He it's is legit. I would not legit vouch for Paul Blart like he vouches for Kung Pao in Mortal Kombat Annihilation or you vouch for Hayden Christensen. Let's just put it Am that way. I might have to start way. doing my All impressions right. from Kung Pao. Just, no, no. Let's move on. Anyway, Mortal oh, no, Kombat no. X, so they uh, did a... So how's the fighting at least? I, I, that's fighting what games, I was about to talk about, fighting games, man. Fighting games make me too angry. I'm more yeah. of a Dragon Ball Z, Budokai, Tenkaichi 2 kind of guy. Uh, so button mashers. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. I can pronounce that, but not your name. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, your Caucasian tongue between <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Now we're talking about Zibudukai Tenkaichi 2. I guess not. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> so how's the fighting? So uh, they did this cool and interesting thing where they give different fighting styles to each character. So before each round, before each fight, you have to select uh, a fighting style for your character. Uh, and basically it changes up 
uh, some of their movesets. So it can do something simple like uh, instead of you having your, your normal uh, regular attacks, it'll add swords to your attacks or it will change up your specials uh, and things like that. So it kind of gives the characters each a little bit of a different flavor depending on uh, which, which uh, style you're fighting with. And it also makes it so that when you're fighting someone, it kind of makes it so that they have to second guess what they're doing to counter your moves and what you're doing because they're not sure exactly which version of that character you're playing. I mean, they can if they know all of the modes of that specific character well enough, they can look and it kind of it tells you uh, it, it like below their life bar and whatnot. But you know, if you're if you're not 100 percent. Uh, familiar with the the fighter that you're facing, it's kind of a chess match where you have to learn what version of that character is fighting against you at that time. So it, it makes it a, a real interesting. So that's a real big step forward that that they made. Now, uh, unfortunately, the downside of that is that they uh, since they had to make three different variations of each individual character, it also made the character count um, lower than. Uh, Mortal Kombat 9 was, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have less characters, but you have kind of more variations uh, of each one. So each one of those 24s has three different versions of them that you can fight with. Um, speaking of characters, now, Will, I just did have another thing that uh, I did not love very much. Uh, about the game it's got some pretty pervasive dlc options where during the character select screen you'll just see like the in the character select as a selectable fighter you will see the dlc characters mm -hmm. and when you hover over them there's a big ass press a to buy button <laughs> wow. i'm like what the hell man <laughs> fuck you nether realm <laughs> If I wanted to buy those characters, I'd go in the damn store for my console of choice or PC and buy them. You don't have to sit here and actually make them just part of the regular game. Fuck that. Now, speaking of the DLC, I heard that there's also, you can buy so-called easy fatalities as well. You can. You can also earn them during the game regularly. So um, it just makes it so that you can just press two buttons uh, for fatality instead of just, you know, pressing forward, back, forward, Y. You just press block and line it'll do it so i don't think that's that big a deal well, the fatalities have never been that crazy hard to perform anyway and you can find them all uh the move lists online and mm -hmm. unlock them uh, in the game itself so I don't, I don't think that's that big a deal i'm officially over dlc that shit can go pound sand <laughs> i'm done with it most of it is garbage like for most games it's garbage for the most part i agree with you i was trying to find a super awesome video for our listeners but i'll have to post it to facebook because i can't find it <laughs> so that's all i'm doing on the side here but yeah it's 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 just grown so crazy I, and i understand they're gonna make their money i get that but like just so blatant as that press a to purchase Blanc yeah, I don't like blanca that. i didn't like it street fighter you don't you don't purchase Blanca. <laughs> he comes prepackaged. Blanca can't be contained. <laughs> Blanca purchases you. Yeah. So I'll just wait for the sequel. Right. Mortal Kombat 11. How many times have you thrown your remote? None. Oh, that's good. It's fine. I'm not that bad at fighting games. I'm that's pretty good. decent at it. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. I know they can get really frustrating, especially when you're playing against your boys. Well, yeah. Like Mario yeah, Kart has ended boy, friendships. My boys practice a lot more than me, so yeah. they're fucking jerks when it comes to Mortal Kombat. Or Injustice, mm -hmm. you know, they're better than me. Yeah. But fuck you. Bring it in Street Fighter. I got <laughs> dial for you. And we can do this. Shit can go down. Shit can get crazy. Here mm -hmm. comes a new challenger. Just saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mortal, uh, not Mortal Kombat, Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, that shit, it'll ruin your life. It, it will ruin families and friendships. Yeah. But, I'm glad you like Final Fantasy X. I'm sorry the story wasn't so awesome, but Mortal because... Mortal Kombat X. Mortal Kombat X. What did I just call it? You just it? said Final Fantasy X. Oh, sorry, I was reading it. I did enjoy I was, Final Fantasy X. As I was now. saying, that's a, you know, that is a perfect segue, I think. <laughs> and it's not Final Fantasy X, it is Final Fantasy X. Um... So, one of the bigger games coming out in the future. Who knows when? It could be never. Um, literally ever. It's put got, out a demo, so hopefully yeah. it'll be sometime soon. We got Final Fantasy XV on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy is one of my favorite series of all time. I know it's one of Arison's favorite series of all really time. Victor, to it. is it one of your favorite series of all time? I like it a lot. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, I've been waiting for Final Fantasy Fantasy 15 for so long. Um, some of my favorite in the series are, uh, I don't really remember the Super Nintendo ones from back in the day because I was so young and I never really went back to replay them. Final Fantasy VI is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the one with the crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a lot of them have crystals. I mean, all of them have crystals. That one has a specific oh, that, crystal guy. That's the one with the female protagonist mm-hmm. right. before Final Fantasy thirteen, ten two. Oh, fucking right, yeah. So, oh, God. Yeah, 13 also. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy, I I don't know if the sales were suffering or or what, but everything was going so good. It was going so good. Final Fantasy X was a transition to PS2. I thought it was amazing. Final Fantasy VII, VIII was all right. Nine was really good. That was the weird last one before the PS2, so it doesn't get as much love or much in the sales, but it's a really good game. That game's a classic. And then, for some reason, starting with X, which sold really well, Instead of just continuing on the process, they made a direct sequel. And that's where everything has gone wrong ever since. I'll tell you what happened. One, what happened? they got money hungry. Yeah. And two, what happened? they let Tetsuya Nomura <laughs> run shit. Yeah. When did he start running, running everything? He came he... in as like a character artist in Final Fantasy VII, starting okay. there. Uh, he took over kind of some of those duties, and then he's been steadily gaining power yeah. ever since, and fucking ruining the series. Yeah, How so? it's How been so? awful. So Final Fantasy used to be this cool game about deep characters uh, and a lot of uh, kind of magic, medieval, you know, uh, crazy villain subplots, and and just really cool, really memorable characters, uh, diverse characters. Tetsuya Nomura came in and just turned everyone into androgynous girl boys. Right. And everyone is the same. They all wear leather outfits like they're going to some fucking S&M convention with way too many goddamn zippers. And it's been awful. Yeah. And they could take chances because, like, you know, when Final Fantasy VII came out, they they went away from the medieval and they went more to, like, some, I don't want to say steampunk, but it was definitely, uh... It was more steampunky. Ever since it's it's gotten more uh, more and more futuristic technological as the series has gone on. And then Final Fantasy X kind of of took it back down. Yeah. Where it was just, like, straight up future bullshit. Yeah. Final Fantasy X took it back down. (sighs) And then Final Fantasy X... Was amazing. Had an amazing tragic ending. Spoiler alert for games been out for fifteen years. Hmm. Um, it started with the city getting destroyed. Final Fantasy X two started with the pop concert, and I was there opening day to pick up that game. Three female protagonists, which was pretty groundbreaking, I think, back then, definitely. Yeah. Um, although we will get to more into that later with our super heavy conversation. Um, and I enjoyed like ten seconds of it. 
And then I realized it undid everything from Final Fantasy X. So now in my head, it doesn't even exist. And then 12 was actually pretty good. But it was one of those games I played a lot and never finished. I don't know why to this day. And then probably because it re- got rid of the love story. And I'm a sucker for a good love story. Which is why I love Final Fantasy X so much. And then they did an MMO, which... Was good. Yeah, like that. Well, it was good, but I can't play it for the rest of my life. Right. And then they did another MMO, which was terrible, and then redid it. And then they had Final Fantasy 13, and then Final Fantasy 13 2, and then Final Fantasy 13 42. I don't know. They're doing like some weird super Final Fantasy 13 and never played series. Yeah, and Final Fantasy 13. One of their spinoffs is now going to be Final Fantasy 15. How do you do that? How do you just get halfway through a game? You know, fuck it. We're just gonna Listen, throw these guys at it. The best thing that could have possibly happened to Final Fantasy actually did happen. What happened? For Final Fantasy 15, yeah. Tetsuya Nomura mm-hmm. got removed. Yes. He is no longer the director of that game. Yes. They brought in a actual legit director mm-hmm. to come in and put that game on the right path. That demo they put out looked really freaking sweet. How long has that game been in development for? Yeah, like 10 years. Yeah. Maybe more. I don't know. I think they even announced it before they Final Fantasy. They announced it before Final Fantasy thirteen came out. <laughs> so it's, it's been in yeah. development for a very long time. Yeah. So I'm glad he's off. However, he's going to my other favorite game series of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and, sorry, bro. And now he's now, so now Kingdom Hearts 3, which... Though he's been the director of those games that's always, true. Yes. by the way. Yes. <laughs> and that's why Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. Uh, 10 years ago and I still haven't had Kingdom Hearts 3 but don't worry because they're releasing plenty of mobile games he is the George R. R. Martin of video games <laughs> we're still not there yet <laughs> you know, we're still uh, not there yet yeah, speaking of Kingdom Hearts you know the first game I absolutely adore mm-hmm. uh, that was a classic game but part 2 I, I lost interest there yep. because the storyline the storyline 1 started to get really convoluted it turned into like gobbledygook and then you like you have to play the spin-offs to get the coherent story and then and then pretty much Kingdom Hearts 2 the game was way too easy for me uh, 20 hours in on normal mode it, it was like very easy I, was, I, just, I just traded it back in at GameStop I can do I can do one spin-off title like Chain of Memories which I did play for my Game Boy Advance SP which is sweet I mean I didn't want to play it but I, 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 I'll do it because I told you I can't I can't play Witcher 3 without playing 1 and 2 but then when you come out with like four spin-offs where I have to buy four different consoles to play them all on that's where I draw the line I don't know. I love Kingdom Hearts. I love the story. I love everything. But like I said, I'm a sucker for a good love story, and that had one of the best, even though they're like children. And then you had to look, find Riku. Like, where's Riku at? I thought it was pretty good. But again, again, this all came out when I was 16 years old. My my tastes have changed. So who knows? If it came out today, things might be different. I quit playing Kingdom Hearts. You guys are like 30 years older than me. Wow. You guys are like, guys are like 50 years old. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, so anyway, I quit playing Kingdom Hearts 2 halfway through when they... Re- literally recycled all of the levels that you had already played through in that game. Yeah, I said, mom. fuck you, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I'm done. I wanted to know what happened at the end. And it had some of the best intro and outro songs of video games. Um, you can't find them on Spotify, but if you look them up on YouTube, they're so good. Mm. I can't find them on Spotify. You know, I've, I've actually looked for them. But yeah, I can't find sure. them. Yeah. With, uh, you know, with, uh, going back with uh, Final Fantasy 15, what do you guys think about the its art direction with this real-world aesthetic? Something that hasn't been done in I Final play Fantasy Final Fantasy to escape the real world, Victor. That's my thought. Ayers? Eh. It looks <laughs> fine. I'll give it a shot. As long as there's there's summons. It's weird to me that they have cars. Yeah, I don't like really the car part. They definitely have summons. That Rama summon looked yeah. badass. If you can summon gigantic demo. monsters, I'm all for it. Uh, and I love Final Fantasy so much. I don't understand how you can do it within like 10, 15, like 13. 
when the first one came out, late eighties. Yeah, you can do ten yeah. in fifteen years. And I understand developments get longer and the pro, but then it takes you another how long to come out with four? And I don't even the spinoffs. I get it, but it's like just take, take your team. And I, I'm not a developer by any means, but I don't know why it's so hard to be like, hey, we're gonna take this team and they're gonna work on this one game. Why do you just split off all these great minds to do all different things when you can just have them work on one thing? Mm-hmm. Do it hoping, for me. I'm just hoping that for Final Fantasy 15, uh, those characters are kind of varied uh, and and distinct from each other because yeah. they all kind of seem like some real bro dude types. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they do. I hope there's something a little more to those guys. Uh, FYI. Those guys were designed by Tetsuya Nomura. I had a feeling because there's Fuck a lot of guy. there's a lot of rings that you don't need. Them. <laughs> you don't need rings. There's a lot of rings, a lot of leather, everything, and a lot of zippers. Everything I wear has some sort of reason. If I have a zipper, it's gonna be a pocket so I can hide something in there. Nope. No, just zippers. no, no, no reason zipper. Although I guess hey, you want a zipper on your neck. Have you've a seen neck zipper. yeah, and you've seen Sora from Kingdom Hearts. He's got fucking zippers for days. Yep. I don't really care. <laughs> I love that game so much it can do no wrong in my eyes. But I feel like some of our, our tastes are differing greatly. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Listen, I'm really looking forward to Final Fantasy 15. So Me too. Final Fantasy, you have one more chance. Get it right. <laughs> Seriously, this is a big one. The one, big one five. God, I can't believe it's taken that long since Final... Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But yeah, this is your last chance. Speaking, until, of, speaking of RPGs. Until 15 too. Or 16. RPGs. Yeah. Victor. Yeah. You've been playing The Witcher, right? Yeah. Tell me something about that. Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which I bought for the PS4. It's a, it's a really terrific game so far. I'm still early into the narrative. Um, believe it or not, uh, Boris, I know you had some concerns about this. Uh, you don't have to play the first two games to get into this one. This game actually does a really good job of summarizing the uh, the first two main story don't you beats. Me, Victor. Don't you yeah, lie to me, Victor. I and bought the first two on my PC for Steam Summer Sale. You like, will three never years play ago. those. Stop pretending. Don't lie to yourself. They're installed. Do you know how many games I've bought on a Steam Summer Sale <laughs> that I know I'll never play? For me too. I have, I have like 29 games I bought from Steam. I've played like six of them. Listen, if you have Steam, you have a library full of games that you've never touched, that mm-hmm. you've bought off Steam sales because, that's true. hey, that's such a good friggin' deal. Yeah. That's how Gaben gets you. Yeah. That's how he gets you, that bastard. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a YouTube there's a couple of YouTube videos I know IGN yeah has the Witcher a, universe compendium yeah. yeah yeah I'll take this one home thank you <laughs> nah, nah, oh, okay. that's mine but uh, okay. IGN has a video that summarizes all the main decisions of The Witcher two which okay. factors into Witcher three so definitely watch that and that's all you really need all right all oh, you really need. I got so many games I'm gonna catch yeah. up on it's gonna take me so long but I'll do it yeah For you I, guys. I really like The Witcher series I think those games are really cool um they're more I appreciate that they have more of an adult uh, yeah. aesthetic and dark adult fantasy theme. Dark fantasy is a new themes. way to go. I've read uh, part of the first Witcher novel. I really need to finish that thing. Um, but uh, I really appreciate that because most RPGs, especially JRPGs, you play a fifteen-year-old boy yeah. trying to save the world. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck. I want to play as a goddamn middle-aged. Broken down old bastard yep. trying to save the world. Hey, let me see that guy. Let me see that. Okay, hey, you're young. You're cool. You're spry. Awesome. Go save the world. No, fuck that. I want to see a fucking broken down dude. I want to see him get some hope back in his life. And I want to see him save the freaking world. What's That's that? what I want. Hey, hey, game developers, make that game. Wasn't that that uh, guy with the immortal 
Lost Prophecy or some shit like that. Yeah, that's Lost stupid. Odyssey. Yeah, that, that. Fun fact: Whatever. One of the first conversations that ever brought Eris and I together was JRPGs. Yeah, we were just like having like a, a little off conversation. I think one of us has mentioned like Breath of Fire or something like that. He's yeah, like, Breath like, of Fire. I was like, "You play Breath of Fire?" <laughs> <laughs> the conversation went. From, we literally Legend of the Guy. Yeah, fuck that. I love that game. That game was some good shit. Some really obscure stuff. Oh, yeah. Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross. Yeah. 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 Fucking right. Fucking get it. Yeah, that was like a two. It was just offhand comment and then here we are today what a beautiful thing thanks Tetsu Minoru don't think that bastard <laughs> you have nothing to do with anything so so Witcher you know convince me convince me Victor do it I mean I'll watch the video I'll do it but just convince me hey, Victor, uh, Victor is audience. there sweet sweet Witcher boning in this game oh shit there's plenty of that <laughs> sold if you're, if you're, if you're <laughs> I thought okay, that would do it <laughs> and uh straight at M right Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow. and not to mention uh, Geralt of Rivia. It's one of the most interesting protagonists you'll ever play as mm-hmm. in a video yeah, game. Geralt. Geralt gets it. Yeah, wow, he, he gets it. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah, this <laughs> world and the back of the book. The back of your the, eyes are starting to glaze over a little. Uh, bit. The back of this case reads: This world doesn't need a hero; it needs a professional. Mm-hmm. And Geralt of Rivia is a goddamn professional. So wait, John Renault's in this movie? What? John Renault? No, that's that's a, that's a different professional. He's he's awesome too. Wait, is young Natalie Portman in this video game? That would be pretty awesome, but unfortunately, no, they're not. Aerosol's a super obscure cinematic references. Leon the professional is not obscure. Gary Oldman, bring me everyone, everyone, everyone. That movie's the shit, excluding Love Victor's. <laughs> On a scale of Gary Oldman. <laughs> on a scale of one to Kung Pao into the fist, where does it rank? So one being the best then is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who you're talking to. Alright, but yeah, I do want to pick up Witcher, but it, it, it can is it like is it so the last gigantic fantasy game I played was Dragon Age and I'm still stuck on hour sixty. Hmm. Is that going to happen? Am I going to play sixty hours and be like, yeah, it's kinda of the same what's gonna happen? At that point you should finish Inquisition. Yeah. Uh, is it From what I've heard, this game has yeah, yeah, yeah. A really, really great. But what's the difference variety. between the two? I should say, what's the difference between the two? Between Dragon Age Inquisition and The Witcher? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a so the the combat and the world obviously are going to be completely different. I feel like uh, The Witcher has a more um, adult world. It's got a more kind of realized world. They've they've obviously had. Uh, several games to kind of explore the lore and whatnot. Um, Geralt of Rivia uh, being kind of the main character, whereas in uh, Dragon Age you create your own dude, so it's kind of a blank slate. Mm-hmm. Whereas Geralt, like Victor mentioned, is one of the most interesting video game characters uh, that that's actually currently out there. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I really, really like uh, the, the way that dude is written and portrayed. Uh, the voice actor for him is, is actually really good, too. Um so you, you kind of get a more uh, uh, full a fuller character, a more realized world than you would in, in Dragon Age. Like don't get me wrong, Dragon Age really cool game, but I feel like the lore, the narrative, and the characters of the Witcher are, are much more of a strong point for that game than they are for, for Dragon Age. Now one question. Also the gameplay is awesome and the game yeah. is friggin' gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. Does it concern you this protagonist is super duper white? It doesn't concern me. It's not, it's not a concern. Now I'm reading but... some. I'm reading some some notes here. Right, Eris. Mm-hmm. Why do you hate this guy from Revolt? <laughs> <laughs> 
Rivia. But Rivia. I do not hate. I just said I really like Geralt. Okay, cool. Geralt's the man. Also, like he's not white. That you, dude's a. He, he is from pretty, Rivia. He's he pretty is pasty. from a fantasy world. Okay. <laughs> he looks. What do they call it there then? So, uh, pasty. For, the, for this episode, uh, since we're discussing video games, I did want to get a little bit into uh, kind of the current uh, landscape. Uh, video games as it relates to uh, the, the the race of most of the video game characters that we play as. So uh, for a very long time, I've wondered uh, and noticed that most of the characters in big AAA uh, video games are all uh, white male between the ages of 15 to 35. I don't uh, see a problem or with that. so. I don't see a problem with that. I'm not sure why, though. Okay. So, I question. Of course you wouldn't. Where's the (laughs) diversity, man? Where is it? Why is it that most uh, video game characters, especially big budget video games, Mm -hmm. uh, star just white dudes? And the other thing that I also wanted to bring up, because it's something that I've questioned for a very long time... Uh, is the people who cover video games. I also I feel that they, the two kind of go hand in hand. Um, obviously, the three of us being uh, fans of video games, uh, we also kind of see a lot of the coverage around those games. And I don't know if you've noticed, but pretty much every video game journalist, every website, every podcast that you listen to besides this one, uh, basically features... We're on the cutting edge. Right. Features three to five uh, white dudes Hmm. talking Mm -hmm. about video games. So if those are the guys that review, critique video games, uh, to me it would seem that they would have a hand in shaping the opinion and kind of where uh, video games go and where they are. Um, So is that kind of a symptom is that a, the reason that um these uh that that most games basically don't feature uh very much diversity um and i also want to discuss when was the last time who was the last time uh the last character that you remember uh playing in a video game that was kind of a memorable uh lead character uh that was a minority that wasn't a white male like even if it obviously and i'm not talking about games where you get to create a character because obviously Mm -hmm. you can go ahead and create a lady or you can create a black dude or you can create a latino now um uh for myself i think i'm probably going all the way back to uh grand theft auto san andreas Andreas. Uh, i guess you could count uh grand theft auto 5 but san andreas cj was really like the main protagonist of that game he's the only one Mm -hmm. um yeah, fine. Uh, and and he was he was he was pretty memorable uh, mm-hmm. as far as just a black dude. Uh, pretty from the hood. Uh, yeah, yeah, it like was a, it was a great yeah. game, great story. He was yeah. well written, mm-hmm. uh, well acted character. Like Rockstar did a fantastic job. Oh, well, now uh, you get that um, game and that character as as they always do. That's why you just said five, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. So I did mention mention that game, um, but obviously he shares the the protagonist duties with two white dudes. Yeah. So. Between the ages of, <laughs> well, he's the young one. Yeah, he is actually. Yeah, the other the other two guys are kind of a little bit older, and they're or what early to mid forties. Yes, I would say so. Um, and as far as Latino characters, God, what Rico from uh, Scarface the video game? I should slap you. <laughs> I should legit slap you. Uh, 
Um, so yeah, what what I wanted to get your thoughts on on that topic. Where's where where do you kind of uh, see? Uh, do you see that as a problem? Do you think that there is diversity and I'm just missing it? But, you know, off the top of my head, I can think of, you know, like the Uncharted series, white dude. Mm-hmm. Halo, white dude. Well, he's uh, I guess Call of Duty features some black and Latino guys. Oh, yeah, but that's cool because you can't see them. It's a first-person game and they don't say anything. So does that count? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So basically all of oh, Assassin's Creed, white dude. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Is there one that takes place? I I don't don't play Assassin's Creed at all. But do they all take place in like Middle Europe, Middle like Italy, France? Yeah, yeah. It's all pretty. Yeah. The first one takes place in what Israel? Yeah, Jerusalem. But he's still white. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All the main game protagonists. Oh wait, there was an Indian dude in the one not so good. Oh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed 3. Yeah, yeah. That, that was not a good game. Oh, he was a Native uh, American in the main yeah, game? Yeah, 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 he was a Native American, the main good yeah. game in that one. And that's the one game where it started to go downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. It's like, America, woo! Yeah, it yeah. Had, a, had a fantastic yeah. setting, but the... Yeah. Game but his daddy's like, a white guy. Yeah. So, hmm. he wasn't just like a full Native American. Yeah, I mean, as you've been talking, I'm trying to think of games, but I'm not coming up with... with yeah, and I believe I love all the games that I mentioned. Mm. I really do. Mm. But I'm just saying, I really would like to just see kind of, oh, Joel from The Last of Us, white mm-hmm. dude again. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I'm just going off the top of my head, and I legit can't think of any. You know, that's a that's a really good uh, thing you brought up, because I, cause I, as you were talking, I was, I was writing down other protagonists of color that I've played as mm-hmm. in the memorable games, and I can only go back to the N64 days. I can only think of two. In, uh, Turok? Turok and... <laughs> Turok, Dinosaur Hunter, Native American, and uh, Shadow Man. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Shadow Man. <laughs> uh, uh, black Dude, uh, Southern Gothic, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, was a, which was actually a pretty good game. But off the top of my head, and besides Carl Johnson from San Andreas, and, of course, Franklin Clinton from GTA V, I can't think of any off the top of my head. And Banjo-Kazooie, he was, Banjo from Banjo-Kazooie, and, he was orange. <laughs> Uh, he was a uh, bear, I believe. Is he a bear? So, yeah, he doesn't count. Yeah, no? he was oh, okay. a bear. Yeah. Gotcha. It's an animal. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't count. Okay. There's so talking humans here. Oh, uh, you yeah. need to specify. I don't know. So, uh, oh, uh, 50 Cent Blood in the Sand. That's a sick-ass game. Get the fuck out of here, man. 50 Cent. Blood in the Sand's a good game. No, it's not. It's a good game. Aris, slap this dude. <laughs> slap this dude before I do it. That's a hate crime. That's a hate crime. That's a hate crime. Get out of here. 50, 50 so, And as far as like the dudes that cover video games, uh, I can legit only think of one that was a black guy. End Guy Kroll. Uh, and oh, he yeah, left man. covering video games, and I believe he's uh, some kind of consultant now. Mm-hmm. So he no longer critiques video games or any of that. Now I'm sure, obviously, there's you know video game coverage outside of the United States, but in the U.S., mm. Mostly dudes. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, the, the, the token nerd girl that's mm-hmm. thrown in there every once in uh, a while. Felicia Day, what's up? I, don't get me started on Felicia Day. She doesn't cover video games. Stop it. Stop it. Mm. <laughs> oh, you mentioned uh, Nagai Crow. I, oh, that, another protagonist. Um, what's, her, what's her face? From Resident Evil 5. Um, oh yeah. What's her name? Again, she's shared with a white dude. Yeah. That uh, the Telltale for Walking oh, Dead. No one remembers her name. Walking God, Dead. what is her name? It's not the tuck my I legit. Yeah. Chris Redfield was the dude. I can Sheva. Tell you that. It's 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 Sheva oh, Alomar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheva yeah. Alomar. I remember now. Yeah. And uh, Again, Walking not... Dead, Telltale, that game. That she was a co-op partner. She wasn't 
Yeah, but I played, I as, her, I played as her the whole time. Oh, yeah, Walking Dead had a black protagonist, Lee, and the little mm-hmm. girl, Clementine, which mm-hmm. was a really good yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. it's the one I can think yeah. of. That's cool. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I haven't played Walking Dead Season 2, but I really want to. Let's it. not talk about the show in there. Race relations, T Dog. You know what? Let me. Let me you know, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Since we're talking about race and video games, I know we're I know we're moving, we're segueing into television. But here's something that I've that pisses me off about The Walking Dead. Okay, I'm a Walking Dead fan. I love the show, but I've noticed that every that every every few episodes, a black dude when when they introduce a new black dude, one black dude has got to go. Well, when they're in the prison and uh, that new gentleman showed up, I was like, oh, see you, T Dog. Yep. And then literally the next scene, I said it out loud. Mm-hmm. I said it out loud, and the next scene, T-Dog died. It's like Robert Kirkman and the creators are like, oh, well, we filled our black guy quota for, for the season. <laughs> Why is his name T-Dog? What? Whatever. Uh, yeah, <sighs> that's that's rough. But at least the at least the video game, right, They killed Tyrese right? to replace him with that young boy. I like it. I like Tyrese. Yeah, he was a really, he was a good dude. I have stopped, I stopped watching the show around the time T-Dog went down. Yeah, black guy so. replacement. Yeah, and then Tyrese. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a thing. It's absolutely <laughs> I, a thing. I'm just hoping that they don't kill off my boy Morgan. Yeah, that dude's gonna die. No, I, 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 that dude's I, definitely gonna die. Kung Fu black guy, he's dying. <laughs> I, I, I'm holding. I'm holding on to hope. I'm holding on to hope that he gets. Just, he gets to. Gets to Listen, live. Victor. I'm sorry, but unless Black Dynamite shows up on The Walking oh, Dead, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> the black dude's dying. I just. That would be fucking awesome. Black Walking Dynamite. Dead just bored me so much, but I feel like I was watching it to a point just so I could talk to people about it. Be like, oh yeah, that was, whatever. Sure. Yeah. We're getting but, back on topic here. So you were saying, Victor, about yeah. race relations and video games and video game journalism and the coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a. I mean, it's a it's a subject that we should definitely devote a whole episode to because there's so much to to talk about. But um, I, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt developers to include more uh, characters of color in their games, you know, for varied perspectives. Because you know, when you're playing as a as a white protagonist, and you you can enjoy the game for what it is, but but when you when you think about it, it's like, huh? I mean, like for example, a game like a perfect example is a game like Half Life. Gordon Freeman, silent protagonist. He could be anybody, really. I mean, why does he have to be a white dude in in, in horned glasses? Why couldn't it be a black dude or even a lady? Whatever. He's a silent protagonist. What difference does it make? Yeah. Or um, I, I just want to see th- th- stories from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's my thing. Is that that? Uh, you know, m- most of these guys can't write from that perspective because a lot of video games are produced outside of the United States, and yet they still all feature, for the most part, white dudes. Um, uh, uh, I, I failed to mention, uh, just remembered, uh, Far Cry 4 features a fake foreign uh, protagonist, Ajay Gale, uh, from like a Himalayan mm-hmm. village, a fake Himalayan village, so I guess that would count. Yeah, I wouldn't really say, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even create or include creative characters because you they all have the same background so they're not like touching on anything yeah for that yeah. but that's why CJ was so good cuz you know he built him up and i think part of it too um and this is a this is an unfortunate uh, perception that a lot of co- a lot of uh, companies have is that they th- they think that characters of color i.e. black characters don't have universal appeal and if you mm-hmm. try to sell market them outside money. the US yeah. they won't make money people won't relate to them yeah, you're seeing something kind of similar with the Marvel movies and how all their superheroes have been white yeah. dudes. Yeah. So. That's that's why I'm so excited for Power Man. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I'm a, I'm a light skinned dude, honestly. It's not like oh, I can't I'm, I'm, I'm not wait. mad. Like I'm not serious. sitting here like ah, oh, they're racist. Blah blah blah. Uh, I just I just want to see some different yeah. perspectives. I want right. to see different characters. I want that's why Daredevil was so good. And by perspective, I mean different yeah viewpoint yeah, different for people. being in the in the in the yeah. trenches. Yeah, and... I want different, more and interesting stories yeah. told. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Nathan Drake is my favorite dude in video games. Mm-hmm. I love Kratos. Get get me get, get me a Latino. Get me a black guy. Mm-hmm. Get me get me get me a, a Israeli fella. You know, give me something. Just make a good game. Kratos was actually voiced by uh, T.C. Carson, yeah. black actor, yeah. looking single. White dude, though. Well, literally, <laughs> ashy white dude. <laughs> I mean, I guess he was pretty tan before what was the uh, ashes got on him. What was like, <laughs> we are led to believe he's a white dude, Victor. What was the commander's yeah. name in Mass Effect? Your, your boy that helps you out? Shepard. No, no, no. Oh, no. Anderson. David Anderson, Anderson, yeah. He was in, like I said, I have to get every my fill. Again, I even read I even read the prequel yet. Mass Effect book, and he was protagonist in that. But then, yeah, he becomes support. I read that, too. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, I, I really just think that, that, that some more diversity wouldn't hurt. We'll come back to this. And when a big AAA game comes out with a protagonist of color mm-hmm. will say you're welcome world because <laughs> someone is listening to our show like, that's right. a good idea right this would just make a good game make a good game I don't care who the protagonist is they could be a bear that carries a bird around that's ridiculous <laughs> but I would play it anyway I'd play that too <laughs> I'd play that game actually there's going to be the, the new the Kickstarter for those ukulele game yeah saw that so it's going to be that's fun cool. if you're a Banjo fan Banjo Kazooie fan it's like the spiritual successor it should be a good time Ooh. We'll definitely come back to this subject. I feel like there's a lot more meat on that bone. Did I say that right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. But any, I'm trying to think of any new video games. Like I said, I'm still catching up with some of my old stuff. Uh, I think I kind of like to wrap it up here um, and uh, go to our emails from our listeners. Oh, yeah. oh we got emails? We got emails. Yeah. Now, if you want to find us or if you want, excuse me. Drop my uh, mess up my iPad here. If you want to email the show, we're at codexprimepodcast at gmail.com. We actually got quite a few. Might save some for next week when we record. Uh, if you want to send us a direct message on Twitter, ask a question, uh, twitter.com slash codexprimecast. Or on Facebook, facebook.com slash codexprimepodcast. Yeah. As you can, uh, you'll see some of the pictures we're posting today, uh, where how you can find our show, how you can download iTunes, SoundCloud. Um, any and once it's on iTunes, you can get on any uh, big app, um, Downcast, the podcast app on iPhone. We're still working on Stitcher. Um, they're being kind of pain in the ass, but we'll get there for you guys. So uh, our first email. Let's see what we got here. This is especially for you uh, cinema buffs. This should be a good time. Come on, come on. I'll get there eventually, guys. I promise. You're so useless. I know. Technical difficulties. Oh, actually. (laughs) So, this one comes from Angela. Hi, Codex Prime. Hello, Angela. Hey, Angela. Angela. What's up? What up? I know you guys like action and sci-fi movies, but do you like any horror films? What's the last scary movie you saw? XO, Angela. Whoa, you get hugs and kisses too? Damn. Getting, yeah, this is getting serious. What up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Number one fan, yeah. Uh, does uh, Cabin in the Woods count? That's that's a scary movie. Your phone buzz, you ever want a beer? That's Steve Austin's rule. <laughs> 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 it's 
sweetie beer for the working man. I don't know, did it scare you? Did you jump out of your seat? Yeah, I mean, it's a horror movie, but it's also got some Oh, did people, people got slashed, oh, right? Yeah, because yeah, I mean, uh, Scream had, like, its funny moments, yeah. and that was still, Produced like, by Joss Whedon, I think? Yes. Yeah, he had something yeah. to do with that movie. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. I am not, in fact, a really big fan of um, horror movies. It's probably one of my very least favorite yeah. genres. I find most horror movies really dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't like the premise. Usually, I don't like just the cliches. Um, when the Saw movies first came out, I really enjoyed those. Uh, and my wife really disliked that because I, <laughs> I she used to why. get scared to death, and yeah. I'm like, man, well, look at like, that dude get ripped open. Oh, it's that's like, awesome. It's not even trying to scare you. It's oh my like, god, that he, the killer was there the whole movie. What? <laughs> but it's like it wasn't even them trying to scare you or like jump scares. It was just like I'm gonna literally cut this man open on screen. There's his guts. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. It didn't yeah. scare me. It was, it was awesome. Bleh. Well, that went downhill. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, th- those are fine. Those yeah. are the, the first like two were really good. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I mean we're going going back to the classics. I like uh the Friday the 13 movies. Yeah, Jason. I used to find Jason scary as fuck yeah. when I was a kid. My yeah. god. But if you want real scary, you need to you need to get some pepito in your life. You're a kid in DR. Mm-hmm. That's the scariest motherfucker there is. What is that? Educate us. Stories. You get told stories by your parents. Mm-hmm. Pepito. Yeah. He gets fucking stalked by zombies and shit. Wow. Everything scary happens to Pepito, man. Is there a movie? There is no Pepito movie. <laughs> I need to make the Pepito movie. Yeah. All right. Maybe I will someday. I hey, can see that. Hey, we got the 48-hour film project coming up. Yeah. We're all going to take part in that. We are. Maybe we can make the the <laughs> I just like to say my Dominicans don't. will know what that is. It's cool. That's cool. Anyway, I'll let you guys have the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Victor. Oh uh, well, I'm not. I'm not heavy into into horror movies because a lot, especially a lot of modern ones, they're not very good to say the least. But there was one horror movie that I really enjoyed, which came out last year, and it's an Australian movie called The Babadook. Um, you guys can take a look at Whoa, that. Whoa, that's some cool cover. Yeah, uh, The Babadook, it's a film that came out last year, um, and it uh, stars Essie Davis, and she plays this uh, mother. She plays a mother to her emotionally disturbed seven-year-old kid who um, who's haunted by this, ch- this, ch- this children's book character called The Babadook. They read a book. Of Is the- it a penguin with a top hat? Uh, no, it's not. Looks like it, the but the cover it's... looks like a penguin with a top. Hat. When I was a kid What's growing it? up, it was the Ouija Ba. Is what I was yeah. scared of. But, it sounds like um, so what is this? Oh, uh, the Baba Duke. And they, they, it's a children's book, and they open it. They, she reads it to her kid, and then as soon as they read it, whoa, shit! Yep. You know you guys can't see this. We'll take a picture, but fuck, you just open that case up and. Okay. There's like a little blurb in here, and it says, "If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid." Of the Baba Duke, exactly. And so book. once mm-hmm. once they read the book, read the story, the Baba Duke actually enters the real world and starts haunting them. Oh, that's terrifying. And um, the the kid the kid can see the can see the uh, the, the the guy at night. And uh, the mother she's at her wits end already because mm-hmm. her kid's emotionally disturbed. Mm-hmm. And then she has to deal with this terrifying creature. 
and she's dealing with uh, her grief. She lost her husband in, in a car accident a few years prior to the film. And so she's not only has to deal with her own mental collapse, but she has to deal with her kid and then this Babadook haunting them. And it's, it's like the, the film is just full of tension, full of real, real earned scares. There's no there's no stupid ass jump scares or, you know, cliched moments. It's a, it's a really, really good movie. If you if you love horror movies, I recommend The Babadook. Or even if you don't like horror movies, I still recommend it. It's mm-hmm. a really, it's a hell of a film. It's one of my favorite films of last year. I really like that this dude wears a top hat. That's pretty cool. Oh, All yeah, right, he, he's quite pimp. He's Angela, quite pimp. you heard it here first, The Babadook. Personally, myself, I'm not the biggest fan of horror movies. I don't really like paying money to get scared. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really, growing up, I really liked Jason. He was my favorite old school slasher um i used to watch those on halloween all the time uh currently the paranormal activity movies i know they've gotten not as great as they've gone along but the premise of the first one was really good it was uh, i agree i like that yeah uh paranormal activity 2 it's probably one of the scariest movies i've ever seen um because i saw it in the theater midnight those jump scares get me every time they get me every time. I could be in the middle of a well-lit room, and I would, ugh, God. There's one scene where she's in the kitchen, and it's like during the day, and you always expect stuff to happen at night, and everything just blows up. Oh, my God, I think I pooped my pants. <laughs> that Those movies get me. Oof, boy. Uh, not even the last, I think, I don't even know. Because I see with a few friends, like, every year, we missed the last, like, uh, subtitle one, because I think five's coming out this year. We'll probably see it around Halloween time. We'll see. Um, but I think the last scary movie I saw was um, Insidious 1. And that was pretty scary. But I was playing Star Wars Yellow Public in the background. <laughs> I was kind of like in and out of it. Mm-hmm. But they're not my big thing. But I will watch The Babadook by myself yeah. in the dark. And it's available on Netflix, too. Oh, really? Yep. Sold. Even better. Netflix. We'll, uh, we'll definitely Sorry, get that out Angela, there. Sorry, Angela. Email us back with your favorite horror movies. Yeah, so maybe we'll talk about it. Out. Well, I guess you got a new recommendation. The yeah, Babadook. There you that go. wears a friggin' top hat. That's Every, pretty BA. <laughs> everyone has Netflix. <laughs> top hat and a cape, maybe, by the silhouette on the cover. That's pretty badass. Now, uh, this next email, the gentleman didn't sign with a name, so I'm just going to read his, uh, his email here. Uh, what was a lawnmower or a single-cylinder bike on your first podcast? It was at one hour and four minutes and 30, well, 30 seconds. Wow. I must know. Uh, I can tell you exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. That was some a-hole in Victor's neighborhood riding around mm-hmm. being a dick while we recorded the podcast. Yeah. He had nothing better to do yep. but sit outside the window and uh, rev the engine of that stupid bike. I brought um, water balloons filled with my urine today in case he did it again, but he is not <laughs> yeah, outside. Yeah, he's not around. Yeah, good, Dad, good. Now, he, he actually sent another email, and he has a very small concern here. It says, um, Victor sounds like he has people begging for their lives in his basement. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all he's got. Uh, what a bastard. Well, Victor, do you have people <laughs> screaming for their lives in your basement? Well, <laughs> that's, a funny, that's a funny concern, but... Uh, <laughs> What's even more funny was that they escaped late last night, <laughs> but they won't get very far. <laughs> My knife is sharper than yours. Holy shit! Are you? I don't need to watch the Babadook. Are you the Babadook? Are you the fucking Babadook? Dude, do you have a fucking top hat Damn. somewhere? I need to know about. Oh my goodness! Now I got a couple more in here, but they're pretty uh, they're pretty in depth. So I think I might save these for next week. But they're gonna get a starring spot on our show. We'll we'll start it with them next week. So we're running a little long today. We want to give people a nice uh, a nice chunk to listen to. Um, but everyone, uh, like I said before, thank you for supporting the show. Um, social media: we got Codex Prime Podcast for Facebook, Codex Prime Cast for Twitter, and Codex Prime Podcast at Gmail. If you want to email the show. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Sound, well, not Stitcher yet, but SoundCloud, the app, work for you. 
any iTunes app or podcast app. But uh, thanks for liking it. We'll uh, be posting some new content, not just the the podcast and photos. We might try to get on YouTube soon to give everyone a different yeah, like option. Yeah, like the Facebook to page. You'll get updates. Yeah, you'll get everything you need to know. You'll get everything you need to know. I'm not the biggest Twitter user in the world, but Facebook, if you you know you put if I like a page, you put it up there. I will see it. That's when I know when to listen to it. Any uh, closing thoughts, guys? Uh, yeah. Hey, go watch Kung Fury. I'm really curious to see what people think of that. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Don't watch- listen to this guy and his damn Kung Pao comparison. Go watch that, too. like that. I might watch that when I get home. Check it out. Yeah. I, I watch it. I'm saying Kung, Kung Pao. No, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just holler at me, people. Get <laughs> another show. Let me know what you thought we'll, we'll put a We'll put a link on the site. Uh, people can go. It's made on YouTube. You literally Google it. It'll pop yeah, right up. But it will. be a good time. Victor, anything? We'll put a link to it on the Facebook page. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, check us out on all the social media platforms and whatnot, like Maurice said. And uh, once again, support your local library. Of course. And, uh, oh, if you are at the local library, if you do find any copies of Kung Pao Enter the Fist, borrow them and then burn them. <laughs> and then send the ashes to me. I will reanimate them <laughs> and watch it. Every single one. Because wow. it's the greatest movie of all time. Oh, my God. Well, that's a bit much. And on that note, we're going to... Aris and I are, gonna, are looking for a new uh, third uh, co-host. <laughs> so send, your, send in your applications, people. Yeah. yeah. Send them in. Sorry. To Terminator 2 is actually the greatest movie that's, ever made. That's, yes, that's true. It's definitely top three. It's top one. <laughs> it can't be We will have... A, like I said, we'll take a nap. Terminator 2 is Victor better than Citizen Kane. I agree with you there. Thanks. No. <laughs> and on that note, wrong. and on that note, we'll get back to that in our cinema show, I promise. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, like us, listen, subscribe, download. And then we do with it after that. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. As long as you download it, you can delete it if you yeah. want to. I don't give a f- yeah. That's right. Don't care. Cool. And yeah. uh, leave us some comments, reviews. Uh, really helps us move up the rankings. Uh, give us all your thoughts. Uh, anything we can do better. We're always trying to imp- improve. Any questions you got, let us know. Yeah, unless you don't like something, then... Yeah, then don't bother. Yeah. Because we're going to delete it anyway. Great. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Later, nerds. Laters. Peace out.